Okay, let's begin. Baruch Hashem, we're blessed to have another day. Blessed to have a beautiful day. Right, every day, Baruch Hashem, is beautiful. But sometimes it's more clear the beauty than other times. And Baruch Hashem, the, the ability for a person to find the beauty, that in itself is a, is a gift, is the fact that we're able to change perspectives. We're able to see things in a different light. We're able to see things differently, as we'll talk about Rip Shimon a little bit, is that uh, when he came out of the cave with his son, Rip Lazar, so everyone knows the famous story that he came out and he was burning everybody up. He couldn't handle it, so what did he do? He went back in. He went back in and came back out with a different perspective. So you see from there that, that a person sometimes can have one perspective on something, and then he could check himself and go back, right? Uh, they say he went in for, for uh, another 12 months, 11 months, right? Mishpat Gehenim is a 12 months to go ahead and, and be misakin and fix himself to come out, whatever that means, according to Rabbi Shimon, whatever that level is. But what does it show us? It shows us that each and every one of us have the ability that sometimes we see things a certain way, then we can go back and rediscover how we really want to look at ourselves, how we want to look at our lives. And the goal that we want to do is we constantly want to be growing and growing and growing that we're always changing our perspective on things. We never want to be stagnant where we have the same perspective. We always want to see things in a new light, especially on Lagba Omer, where there's a tremendous R, there's a tremendous light that shines that it gives us the ability to see things differently, to see the Torah differently, to see ourselves differently, to see Hashem differently, to see our life differently, which is right now. And one of the biggest things, as we speak about all the time, and that is Lashon Hara, is to be able to change the way we speak, to change the way we talk, to be more careful in our speech. Okay, so Halachan practice is talking negatively about a respected person. When you talk negatively about a Rebbe or a teacher, right? Parents are not allowed to talk about their children's teachers in a negative way. And this is something that is very, very, very detrimental to your children. If you're going to, every time your child's going to complain about, about a teacher, because it will happen, or the school, you start bashing the school and you bash the teacher in front of the child, right? You're not helping your child. Now, that doesn't mean that if, you, if there's a problem with a teacher, you could address it. But to talk, right? Uh, so what do you say to our daughter's teacher? I think she is so incompetent. Right? That's Lashonara. My son said his Rebbe is so boring lately. Great. It could be his Rebbe is boring. But, but you have to teach your son or teach your daughter how to deal with things. Not every teacher they're going to have is going to be the teacher they want. Right? And sometimes it's not always right, a good shidduch. I always tell the story of my son uh, when he was in yeshiva. And he said he was always complaining about his rebbe, his rebbe, his rebbe. Uh, my rebbe picks on me. I don't like my rebbe this. Right? So I don't remember all the details, how we worked through it. But I remember a few months later, right? He says, oh, I started liking my rebbe more. I says, why? Because... He would come late, meaning my son would come late. He would wasn't doing his homework, whatever it was, 
right? So what happened? Who do, who do you blame when you're not doing the things that you want to do? You start blaming the teacher. So, so he then says, oh, he realized that now that he was doing well, better in class, he started liking the teacher more. A lot of times that happens. You'll see Mr. Shem with your children, with people, is that, oh, they don't like the teacher because they might not be doing well in that subject. They might not like the subject. It might be a bad shidduch between the teacher and your child. The way to, the way to fix that is not by saying, yeah, that teacher's a bad teacher, we've got to switch you to a... Sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes it is a problem. But the first, uh, the first thing to do is to work with your child to try and see the good in the teacher, to, to put it for the child to own up to himself. No matter how young you are, you can own up to it. Obviously, you could be empathic. You want to be sensitive and care, caring for your child. But at the same time, and he says, legitimate concerns that are affecting the welfare of the child obviously need to be expressed directly to the teacher, the rabbi, the principal. But of course, this has to be done in a respectful manner. You're not going to talk for a child to talk negatively about his teacher or to imitate the teacher in a negative fashion. My teacher is so inconsiderate. She gives us so much homework. My rebbe is so mean. He embarrassed a few boys today. Now, obviously, if there's concerns, you have to listen to your child, like we said, and you want to validate your child's concerns and understand but not just to be sitting around talking negatively. If you hear a child talking negatively about your teacher, you could say, you know, uh, you know, if your teacher did something to you personally or did something wrong, then tell me, you know, uh, we want to make sure that you don't get hurt or other people, whatever it is. It, the, the key with, with all these things in life is it's all the way it's said. It's all what the intention is. It's all what your goals are in helping the person listening to the person through this process. Okay, question, comments? And then we will move on to Ms. Silati Sharim. Question, comments? On that halacha. Pretty clear? Yeah, good. No comments even? Questions? Good? Ah. Okay, so let's begin. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Thank you, Shia. Hashem will help each and every one of us that we can, most importantly, is to, is to change the perspective on people. Change your perspective on people. It's one of the hardest things to do because we, we look at people and then we get stuck in thinking, oh, that person is like this. We like sort of like keep them in a mold. That's that guy. Oh, Yitzi's like this. Yaakov's like this. This one's like this, and we lock them in. My mother's like this. My father's like this. My, even with your children, oh, this one's like this. Hashem will help us all to, to have, and you know what it is? It's a reflection of ourselves because we think that we're like that also. We think we're stuck. So since I'm stuck being me, so he's stuck being him. Right? It's one of the reasons you could down the kafschus to say maybe the person did tshuva. Maybe that person's changing. Maybe that person's going in a different way. So Hashem will help each and every one of us to constantly realize that we can change, the people around us can change, and through that we'll be excited to have new friendships and new excitement with the people who we think we've known for the longest time. I have a story to 
Sorry. Yeah. Please. So I was watching this video of some guy talking. You know, like these WhatsApps that go around, and I'm like, uh, so I start. Someone told me I had to watch it, so I start playing. I'm like, oh, another guy told me I had to look like. He hasn't. He doesn't. He's just another dude on WhatsApp telling me I had to live my life. Who said he's figured out his life? You know, like I ain't taking his stuff. And I listened to it for a little more, and I realized he's a big author. He's like, not a big author. I'm saying he's like an author who wrote a book that I personally enjoy. Beautiful, Shia. Beautiful. Yes, Shalom Zalman. Beautiful. Right. Very, you're saying it's very easy to to have to lock in to lock in in a good way right right beautiful beautiful well said well I think part of that like we're saying is that is that um, if we see the good in people and we work on only seeing the good in people and then we share that it's true it's true it's only when we have the, the challenges with people that's where we get stuck we get stuck with seeing the negative in in a person or even someone you love, you get stuck focusing on that piece of them. You're like, that, you know, it's like, no, it's a whole person. That's, that's what they say. Have they done as call ha'adam? Judge the whole person. We just like focus, hyper focus on the negative part of that person. And that's what we attach ourselves to. As opposed to looking at, at the whole perspective of who the person is. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Eschus the Tana, Rabbi Shimon by Yochai, who who came out of the cave burning people up with his eyes. That's what it says. He was burning people up. Then he went back in. And, and changed himself. So so too that means that we have the ability to do the same. We could burn people up in the way we look at them, and we could go back and do tshuva and look at them differently. So Mirza Shem will be zochah to that today and every day. Us and all the Jewish people. Okay, let's begin the third level in the Mesil Zisharim, chapter 4, Parag Dalid, um, where we begin with consequences. And we begin with understanding that everything in life, there are going to be consequences to your actions. And that's what he says. Page 77 in the Art Scroll. When a person realizes how much things cost and how nothing is for free. Nothing. Nothing is for free. What does that mean? If you get any enjoyment in this world, you have to pay for it. Either you're getting paid back for something that you did, so that's why you're getting enjoyment now, 
Or if you're enjoying something now, you're going to have to pay for it. We can understand this because we live in the world of credit cards. So what does that mean? It means, what do you mean? I don't have to pay for it. I'm having a blast. What do you mean? No, 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 no. In a couple months, in a year, two years, a person can go ahead and he could be doing a virus and a virus and a virus and a virus and he's enjoying himself and it's fine. You will pay for it. It might be in 10 years from now. It might be in 20 years from now. But you will have to pay for it. And so too when a person does mitzvos, when a person does mitzvos and a person holds himself back from doing things, you will get paid for that. There's always, you're always in a, in a, um, in a status of payment. A person's always in a status of payment. Either you're getting paid or you're paying back. That's the way it works. Or you will get paid back. Or you're going to get paid. That's the way it works. Yes, Yehuda. For sure. What do you mean? No, that's fine. What, what do you mean? That's not. That's not. That's not an avir. That's a mitzvah. That's great. So Hashem wants you to enjoy. I understand. I'm not sure, well, I'm not sure what you're saying. What, what, what are you asking? You have to pay. Nothing's for free. Nothing's for free. So you. No. So th- you do a mitzvah. When you do a mitzvah. It says, right, two things. First of all, schar mitzvah mitzvah. Right, we learned that the other day in that shir, where if someone stole a mitzvah from you, right, the Gemara says that if someone stole a mitzvah from you, he has to pay you money. So he said, why he has to pay you money if you get the schar like you did the mitzvah anyway? So he said, because he stole the opportunity for you to do the mitzvah. So when you do a mitzvah, that's for sure. That's either... Right, uh, um, <coughs> either schar mitzvah b'hayal maleka, which means the ultimate schar we're going to get for a mitzvah is in the next world, or just feeling good that I'm doing something good. Great, that's fine. Why am I? I'm saying. Well, I'm, I'm not sure what you mean by that. Well, I'm talking about when you do something wrong, when you're enjoying. Well, you're going to pay for it. You have to pay. Well, you're going to pay. It's not, the shot is that you have to pay for everything that you enjoy in this world. So you're saying alta mitzvah. That's a whole different thing. That's I am. I am paying for it. But the more I pay for it, the more schar I get. That's the opposite. The more I put into it, the more I get at. The more I get out of it. That's in a positive thing. Correct. So a person's always a person after 120. Right, a person's always gonna 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 come back and say, okay, well, oh, you did this, you did this. There's a whole. What does that mean? There's a din v'cheshben. Right, you guys know the gra of din v'cheshben. Why do you say asid litain? You guys know this Yitzchak. You know this gra din v'cheshben. You know the gra, asid litain. So you want to tell the ilam, asid litain din v'cheshben. You guys have to know this. Shlomo Zalman, you know the din v'cheshben. You know it. That what? Right, exactly. So din is you have to give din on, on the, the fact that you did an Avera. And a cheshben is, not only did you do an Avera during that time, you could have been doing a mitzvah. That's the din v'cheshben that the Gra says. 
So a person's life is the same thing. That's the way a person's life. And that will motivate you because at the end of the day, you're going to have to pay for everything. You're going to pay for everything and you're going to get paid back for everything. We don't always see it right now, but that's the way it works. A person says, oh, I'm trying so hard. I'm doing something. Oh, I don't see any reward. You'll get reward, I promise you. You'll get reward. There's no, nothing goes without payment. Okay, question, comments on that. That's how he starts off. Question, comments on that. We good? Make sense? Does that motivate you? Will that motivate you or not? Is that a motivator? What? So it's hard, right? Right, that's harder. But he sees the, he sees the consequences. So let's see. He says, "Kimi amoid biyoy madinu miyitzak lufnei boru b'shash kafoso medagdekes al kad davar akatan v'chein amur abesenu zevracha levracha umagid lavo." Listen to this. Ma seichay afilu sicha kalosh ben ish leishto magidin loy laadam b'shas hadin. You know what people most of the time think? People most of the time think. Kimle Bidarabamine. Everyone knows what the din of Kimle. Yes, you remember this from, from right? What's Kimle Bidarabamine? Right. Someone kills somebody and they rip the guy's shirt while they're killing him. Do they have to pay for the shirt? No. Why? He's, he's got enough to pay for it, right? He's, we Kimle, we establish it in the, in the, more, in the more heavy Avera. So therefore, murder. He gets punished for, so we throw in the, the payment for the shirt under the umbrella of him getting killed. So what's the pshat? People think that that's the way it works in your Avodah Hashem. Anyway, anyway I'm not learning. Anyway I'm doing Averis. Oh, I'm having a Yerida. What does that mean? That means, oh, now it's mutter for me to do all the Averis that I want to do because I'm having a Yerida. No, that's not the pshat. The Goyin says, the Gra says in Evan Shlema, one of the reasons that a person keeps on doing what the Yitzhahara tells him why he, he does Averis constantly is because Nasa like a Heter. Nasa like a Heter. He doesn't realize anymore that it's an Avera. He doesn't even think about it. He doesn't even realize, right? That's that story with the Gra and the Mummer. Where the Gra, right? You guys know the story with the Gra and the Mummer in the market? So the Gra meets this big, famous Russia. And he meets him in the marketplace. And the, the, the mummer is going ahead and this Russia is ready to take a bite out of the apple. And the girl says, whoa, 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 what are you doing? He says, what do you mean, what am I doing? He says, you have to make, the girl tells him, you have to make a bracha on the apple. And the Russia looks and says, make a bracha on the apple? Right? He says, he's a Michal Shabbos. He's, he eats treif. The guy's, uh, uh, no shaykhs, doesn't care about anything. You're going to tell me I have to make a bracha on an apple? So says, said the Gerat to him, the Gerat said to him, he says, yeah, you're going to have to give a din v'cheshbin on this apple that you didn't make a bracha on. The guy's like, what? And they say a few months later, he was chayzer b'tshuva. He says, why? Because the guy, he thought, that's it. It's all or nothing. Either I'm a tzaddik or I'm a rasha. I don't have to give a din v'cheshben on the 10 minutes here, the 5 minutes here, shmir senayim, I'm either being shomer or I'm not being shomer No! It's every time you look. 
It's every time you look, every time you, and the same the other way, every time you're miscabber yourself, every time you strengthen yourself, you get schar for that. It's not whether you looked or you didn't look. It's not whether you are doing well or you're not doing well. It's, it's the, the din and cheshben on a person is so, is so deep and it's so careful that a person, we say, that that's Amalek, Amalek's Ashakar Chabaderech, that he makes us look at it and say, eh, give me a break, it doesn't matter. Well, you think it matters Friday afternoon if I waste my whole Friday afternoon? If I waste my Shabbos? If I waste my Matzah Shabbos? No, it's, there's, there's a cheshben for everything. Okay, question, comments? Question, comments. We're always trying to get there. Stop trying to get there. And live here to the best that you can live. It's on this mincha. It's on this shachris. On this shmona esrei. It's on this first seder. First seder on Lag is different than first seder on a regular day. So what's your etzah? What's the answer? What do you do? What do you, what do you, what, what are your commitments? How much are you, how much are you sticking to things? That's why it's so important, Bo Cheshben. That's why it's so important, so important to make. I'm telling you, I just did this thing recently. I don't know if I mentioned to, to you. I think I mentioned this. I'm Amish made, I mentioned to you? I made the list. Yeah, I'm Amish, I just did it again this morning. I made myself a list. I'm telling you, this is why it's so important. I can't say enough to you guys. I can't tell you enough how important this is. I made myself a list on March, uh, sorry, on April 20th. I think it was seven things that I wanted to work on. Seven things. And I looked at the list last week to see where I'm up to. So I, seven like important things. I said, I want to change this. I want to change this. I want to change this. And I wrote on the bottom a disclaimer. I said the word disclaimer, which says I'm not asking myself for perfection. I just want to see improvement in all of these seven things. And I looked at the list last week, right? And I was like, wow, I'm actually working on everything. And then I looked at it again this morning. I got up a little bit earlier this morning. Right? I went to bed a little earlier last night, so I woke up a little bit earlier this morning. And I looked at the list, and I did it with my wife. I, I spoke it out with her again. And I saw this list, and I said to myself, wow, I'm actually really, really focusing on each one. Now, what, why am I sharing that with you? Because otherwise, what happens, you're just living a big Mishkabobble. If you don't have a list, you don't have something that grounds you to say, I don't understand. Okay, so I'm a Baal guy, but let's make a list. I'll give you my list. Ready? Let's say my list. I'm a Baal Taiva. I'm a lazy guy. I'm a uh, Baal Gaiva. I'm a, um, uh, what else? Uh, um, uh, I have to work on my anger and I have to work on more learning Torah, let's say. Those five things, okay? So great, I just said that. I'm going to forget that in 30 seconds. If I put it down on a piece of paper and I say, okay, I want to work on my tivus. I want to work on my gaiva. I want to work on my anger. I want to work on my laziness. I want to work on my learning more Torah. Okay, Baruch Shem, see, I remembered all five, right? So you write them down and then you say, okay, what am I doing for each one of those? Okay, for my tivus, I'm learning... Uh, with this chavrusa, and we learn every day for five, ten minutes about beating my taivas. I stopped uh, watching uh, this and that for twice a week, whatever it is. Bam. Write that down. You're doing this for the month. 
that's my goal. And then you go, okay, when it comes to learning more Torah, I want to put in a, right? Okay, you, you, got, you got my thing. Now, what does that do? This week, after the week is over, you don't just sit there and say, hmm, so I hope my life is improving. Uh, you're stuck in your head. No! Pull out the chart. What do business people do? What do they do? They pull out charts. They have a way to, 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 to test, to see where are we holding. You have a chart. You have an inventory. You have, you hire, right? Right? Shalom in a business, right? You hire. Was that here it took place? Your business classes? Oh, yeah. Here, Minna Shemayim, right? The business classes. The business classes of what? People are willing to spend. You know, how many, you know how much money people, the biggest thing people will spend on businesses that you'll get a head there to spend on businesses is let's take everyone to a seminar. They'll spend tens, improvement. They'll spend tens of thousands of dollars that they don't have. That they don't have. For what? To hire what? A psychologist, a, a, a business psychologist, whatever they're called. Why? Because if you're not, you're not, you're not focused on your business, and you don't see what's coming in and going out. And you don't know what your employees are doing, what they're not doing. You don't know how you could do things better. And blah, blah, blah. Then you're a joke. And you're joking. You're playing games. You're not a businessman. You're a, you're a, a cutie pie. But my life? Yeah. I think I'm doing well. I'm not sure I'm doing well. I'm struggling with this. Eh? Take, it, take yourself a little bit more serious. Take yourself more serious. Take yourself more serious about what you want to improve and how you want to improve it. Because every little thing counts. Every little thing counts. Every T that's not crossed will come back to bite you. Every I that's not dotted will come back to bite you. Every little thing that you don't do properly will come back to bite you. It might not come back tomorrow. It might not come back in a week or two, but it will come back in five years from now, in 10 years from now, or you'll see it in your kid. You'll see it in your children. You'll see it in somewhere else in your life. Question, comments? Yeah, makes sense. What? Right? Okay, guys, we'll stop here. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be zoicha, right? This is the third level. I don't know if we're going to go through each thing, but the third level, as the Mesil Sharm, we'll go through a little bit more. I'll look through what, what I want to bring out. But the bottom line is, the bottom, bottom, bottom line is, is that if you're not thinking about consequences... And you're not thinking about, about um, the reality of how, what you do, what you do every day of your life. Every day makes a difference in your life. Every day in how you relate to people, how you are with people, how you're with yourself. And every day builds upon the next day. That's, that's, that's something that we can remember. Every day. You're not going to become who you want to become overnight. Nobody has come great overnight. It doesn't happen like that. It doesn't happen. It's a process. It looks like that when we look for afar. We look, we say, oh, look at that guy. That guy is the man. 
he just became the man. He didn't become the man. He's been working every day of his life. We only see half of it, not even half of it. So Hashem will help us. And like we always say, don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about who you were yesterday. Don't worry about your mistakes. Show up today. Focus today. Change your life today. And through that, you'll be Zoha to live today. Live today the way you want to live today. To create the day that you want to live. Us and all the Jewish people. Have a wonderful day, everybody.